0: for how personal he was going to take this assignment. Like he just blew this out of the water. It was crazy. (sighs) Oh God.
1: You know what else is blown out of the water? What's that? Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to Pixlit. My name is Kevin. With me, as always, is Film. Today, Hello. we're finishing up Cyberpunk 2077. Oh. No underscore coincidence. Oh, oh boy. Oh this boy. is going to be a little bit of a manic episode. My notes are all over the place, and not because it's bad. Normally, my notes are like weird when it's bad, but it's it also can be weird when it's really good and be like, I don't know what to write. I'm not, and it feels weird just like recapping beat by beat after, after reading that so uh we're yeah um that i I, that's pretty much it that's that's all i that's so so that'll be the episode we're not going to recap it goodbye no we're Um, good
0: uh you guys will see see you next week uh uh, patreon yeah uh, you know (laughs) you know the stuff (laughs) whatever guys Whatever. whatever We've never we've, we've never phoned it in before. Why not just give us one? Just give, give us, us this one this once. phone in. Give us one phone. This in. once. We've been doing this for two years. No phoning it in. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Ah, uh, 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 uh. uh, it's a beautiful sound. What do we what do we what do we got today, sir? Um, hold on. Oh, <sighs> I'm drinking hmm. Waterloo sparkling water.
1: It's a orange vanilla flavored. Oh, very nice! It smells like a creamsicle, lovely, and it tastes like water. (laughs) Tastes like water that was sneezed on by a a creamsicle. An orange orange creamsicle. (laughs) Yeah, there was like a giant like vat of water, like the size of the vat that the Joker falls into. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a giant vat of bubbly water and like a single creamsicle fell into Just it, dropped it, sticking all. <laughs> and that's it. Boop, and that's it. And that's the uh, whole thing. It's, it's one trillion parts, water, <laughs> one part. <creamsicle.
0: laughs> yeah. One, one part to the trillion. Uh, <laughs> Creamsicle, um, yeah. the
1: essence of creamsicle. Essence of creamsicle. They got they got three creamsicles and they turned it into an essence, and that's how you make a potion,
0: a <laughs> tincture of creamsicle.
1: That's a I made a Baldur's Gate three joke. Uh, uh, Gate we're not 3. even we'll what are you pl- We're not even what are you playing yet. We'll get um, to it. We'll get all right, to so it. But, but 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 first we're gonna put the body in the marsh. Let's
0: put the body in the marsh. What kind of fucking size of dog is that? It has to be a big fucking dog, man. Ah,
1: right. So this book goes places. Uh, <laughs> it does it that. Chapter eleven. My notes get more frantic as the as the book <laughs> kind of goes on. And then, chapter eleven. Uh, we open with a flashback scene of an Air Force AV flying to do a bombing run on some warships after an attack on a suburb that killed quote Nicole and Brad. The pilot lines up the shot and gets ready to release the missiles, and it's interrupted by the gang is in the kitchen of Albert's apartment. Zor is asking Ron about what happened after they were picked up at the police station. You know, they were arrested in the last episode, and and the animals were like, hey, Ron, what's up? And Ron was like, I gave the animals the slip. That's a lie. He definitely did not give the animals the slip. No. Uh, in that scene. <laughs> Uh, in fact, the the animals were like, hey, why don't you tell us where the container is and we'll get it for you. Um, they're Albert, so nice
0: like that, those yeah,
1: animals. They're so nice like that. Ah. Let's just pick it up for you. Ah. Um, Albert is telling Aya that he hasn't found where Maelstrom is keeping Juliana yet uh, because he's a lazy piece of shit. Piece this of kid. shit, yes. Um, and Zor and Aya say they were let go by some young detective at the police station. Uh, Ron pitches that they steal the container for Warden and just keep it because it's worth more money that way but no one else likes that idea (laughs) (laughs) meanwhile Albert identifies a wireless device on his network that is designated ARS-03 so ARS-03 there's all these like little interstitial pop-ups throughout the book about the activities the the Wi-Fi network activities of ARS-03 and we have no idea what they are and that's one of the things I love about this book is that all the chickens come home to roost. Absolutely. Every goddamn thing that happened. All parts of the buffalo are used in this 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 book.
0: That's right. That's <laughs> absolutely
1: it. We don't know what ARSO3 is yet, but now one of the main characters is like, oh, wow, this is a thing I can connect to, and it's super fast. <laughs> I have no idea what it is, but all right. Okay. Uh, Zora is messing around with a sniper rifle that he got it, got for trading in all of his,
0: uh, box tops for education. It's true. And- <laughs> Where was that prize when I was a kid <laughs> or a teacher for that matter? Actually, when I was a teacher, I could probably, probably they would have wanted to keep me away from that one.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh, Kellogg's. Kellogg's. Um, Kellogg's does that,
0: right? Uh, or. Maybe. I think so. General they, Mills? I, I'm You know, I'm not even going to look it up. I don't care.
1: You know what? It uh, doesn't matter. It <laughs> doesn't they matter. Were either, either, I feel like both companies were founded to prevent kids from masturbating anyway.
0: Anyone for, to, uh, for masturbating, For really. anyone. Anyone, not Let's not split hairs here.
1: Let's <laughs> not split hairs. Uh, yeah, you want to eat those cornflakes. Anytime way. you think a carnal thought, think of <laughs> cornflakes.
0: Eat those cornflakes. Chew those cor- them and chew them and chew them. Chew him
1: <laughs> chew him and then lick a rock um, <laughs> like harvey Har- Harvey Kellogg is that was that his name is that somebody uh, else uh,
0: uh,
1: uh John Harvey Kellogg yeah that John was the Harvey guys. Kellogg god
0: damn Road <laughs> 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 to well <laughs> pluck that one out of the sky i don't ever want to hear you claiming you're not good with names ever again (laughs) (laughs) the proof is in the nutritious and flavorless pudding my friend (laughs) they're great Uh,
1: they're great
0: for keeping your boner down
1: (laughs) um so he's playing with the sniper rifle, speaking of boners, and Maya interrupts him with sexy time. Oh Maya. It's yeah. it's
0: it's, it's I, can I, can can someone really gain so much in such a short amount of time? <laughs> Kick ass brand new, and they make a point of saying it is true what the uh, the pawnbroker said. It is brand new untouched sniper rifle action, and then and then sexy time. That's mm-hmm. two kinds of porn slapped together.
1: His uh, stripper girlfriend who lives in Canada uh, <laughs> shows up <and> <laughs> 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 with his uncle who works at Nintendo. I think um, they call her
0: Uh, uh is their sketch- name. So. <laughs>
1: Oh God! We're um, punchy tonight,
0: ladies and gentlemen. You're just gonna have feeling, to deal with feeling it. Feeling punchy,
1: you know. It's <laughs> been like a week and a half since Phil and I were let, were mm-hmm. allowed to record, uh, because and now we're just like, you know, we got to get it all out. We're backed up, baby. It. We're backed up. <laughs>
0: uh, uh, okay.
1: Okay, Aya uh, gives some after uh, okay, so while this is happening and Ron and Malena are doing their business as well, Albert like turns on the cameras in the apartment and he's like ew sex.
0: <laughs> I know. Oh,
1: as if I didn't want to throttle this little idiot more. Like- he's <laughs> like you disgusting perverts and they're like okay, Al- Albert, just do do your net running, man. Dude,
0: just just yeah,
1: <laughs> fucking Jesus Christ. <laughs> and uh, so afterwards, Juliana, uh, sorry, Aya gives some background on Juliana. Uh, she was the daughter of a co-worker who was killed, and she took her in. Um, and Aya is not actually able to have kids of her own. Um, and Zor promises that when, uh, when the, this is all over, they'll find her, and they'll move to San Francisco.
0: Mm-hmm. And um, this, is, this is when uh, Are you going to San Francisco? Started playing And I was like We're going to get out of this dump, baby It's going to be different And we're going to go to San Fran Like <laughs> Just like, okay. And I and I got a brand new puppy, by the way. And and uh my they say that my uncle is his uh, cancer's clearing up. And you're like, okay, we're <laughs> okay, kid. Really setting ourselves up here. <laughs> this is not like, great.
1: Uh, give Lenny the rabbit. Um, yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh meanwhile, Dum Dum and comp- Company are just chilling, wondering why the group stole the container in the first place. Uh, and also, they notice that Juliana has to has this natural ability to pick up uh, video games. Mm-hmm. Um, Zor uh, is finally getting his wish, so uh, Zor and Melina have worked out. Melina has told Zor when the corpo that he wants to kill, where he's going to be, and what his chance to kill him is going to be. Um, and we haven't been told what the corpo, who the corpo is. So, like the way this scene is written. Is amazing because it's really played up for tension, right? So mm-hmm. yet you're jumping between three scenes. You're jumping between Melina and and she is talking to Katsuo, who is uh, and they're negotiating this Arasaka and Militech deal to get Militech involved in Arasaka's Project Aeneas. Meanwhile, Stanley, who is a, you know, he's a carpet bag and piece of shit that you're just like. <laughs> Oh, it's Stanley, clearly, yeah. right? He's this some security guy, um, and Stanley is is like, I'm taking my time. I am eating a big stack of pancakes for breakfast. <laughs> um, meanwhile, Zor is like all amped up. He's pa- pa- pacing around. He's got he is in a tower 1.2 miles away from the target. All right, so. While this is happening, uh, Stanley is doing his thing. He's testing security on the first floor. He's getting his pancakes. Melina is doing her negotiation uh, with Katsuo. Milena and Katsuo's negotiation falls apart. What? Falls apart. That who doesn't thought, sound right. Who, who, who thought, didn't think that was going to happen Kevin, are you sure? I am sure. It's, it's 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 a bad negotiation. Didn't didn't happen. Um, and meanwhile, Zor is like, you know what? Instead of just a sniper rifle bullet, I'm going to go with an explosive round. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> um, so Melina is leaving, and she's waiting outside the elevator bank. Um, and Zor's Zora, entire time, Zor's been saying, "Yes, when the person is in the elevator, I'll shoot them." And then uh, Katsuo comes out, and he's like, he dismisses his attendant, and he starts talking to Milena like, "Okay, please come to my house. I'm inviting you to dinner. All right, come come by for dinner. And we'll discuss some things there." And it's great. Sure. Sure. Absolutely. Wonderful.
0: That sounds great. That doesn't sound
1: Stand suspicious doesn't sound or
0: bad at all. No, it's, it's hmm. not at all.
1: Oh, Stanley gets into an elevator, but he's going up. Wait a minute, Zor's target is going is supposed to be going down. What? And then and then Katsuo and Molina get into an elevator and they start going down. And then Zor gets a facial confirmation on his target. His target is Katsuo. <laughs>
0: Oh,
1: of course it is of course it is um and because uh, we were explicitly told if once that bullet hits Katsuo the everybody in the elevator would get turned to goop um so Zor shoots and he's on reflexor reflex stimulants and all that stuff, he shoots and he's just sitting there and he's like thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> He's making sure the bullet stays because it's a mile away. It's going to take a little bit to get there. And it's, it's going to take a more, Even more when you're on a reflex booster. Oh, yeah. Just thinking yep. about it. You're like, ah, it doesn't feel right. This guy should know what he did to me. and
0: He's uh, just upping the ante constantly. Yeah. Just, yeah.
1: Moving those goalposts. Absolutely. Zor, to be honest. Uh, but good thing for Milena that he does because at the last second, he diverts the bullet off into the the Coronado Bay, and uh, Malena doesn't die from uh, just an explosion in an elevator that she would have zero time to react to. Well, that's
0: something at least. I can I can see. I you know what, Kevin, you've always been the optimist. I can see how you can spin that as a positive. I mm-hmm. I I get it now. So yeah, sure.
1: Is it a positive? Uh, I mean, that for she her. Didn't, that she didn't <laughs> die. Yeah. Well, we'll circle back around. We'll go, yeah, we'll put a pin in that. All right. So in Chapter 12, uh, Albert is realizing he, has, he, he feels sad about his mother, and then he stuffs that right back down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: the, those feelings are for humans. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> I am not a human feelings. <laughs> feelings are for weak liberals <laughs> for weak liberal cucks. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, exactly.
1: He's, real, he's a real facts. Don't care about your feelings. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to buy
0: somebody else's company in a little while. This is going to go great.
1: Yeah. So he is the Ben Shapiro of the, of the impromptu gang. My God. Um, yeah. So Malena and I uh, go out to get some coffee because Milena realizes that she nearly
0: died. Uh-huh. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm oh. gonna have to think about all of this again.
1: And uh, she's gone out to coffee with Aya. And Aya actually, uh, her hand malfunctions again while they're getting coffee. Mm-hmm. Um, and Aya uh, starts ta- talking to Milena about what actually happened to her hands. So she's missing her hands and her feet. Um, So there was a, in her neighborhood, there was always like, you know, gangers driving by whatever, but you know, the kids just played outside. Mm -hmm. Um, And then one, one day, one of the kids got killed by a stray bullet and they would all stay inside. Um, And then, Uh, Eventually, one of the gang houses nearby, a bunch of cars rolled up, killed everybody in there and drove away. And kids, being the curious lot that they are, they go over (laughs) to the gang house and they check out what happened. And uh, Aya goes inside and there's bodies everywhere. Everybody's dead. Yeah. Whole pile of bodies. This is a bright and cheery book. So she... uh, It
0: really is. It's just wonderful. By
1: the way, this is 15 years ago. So... This is 1962, and just to remind remind people, I, I didn't say it, uh, remind myself, in the previous chapter, Melina mentions the incident of 62. All right, so keep that in mind. Hold yeah. that in your brain pan. Yeah. So this is This is 1962, 2062, and um, Aya, just a, teenager or whatever uh you know she doesn't have a mom or a dad or what have you and uh she's she's playing around looking around there's these dead bodies and she finds these terminals these computer terminals and she had never really seen them before so she starts like just messing around with them and then there's a flash an electrical explosion and her hands and her feet get blown right off and she for the next year she just is a kid begging on the sidewalk with no hands and no feet she doesn't really remember how she managed to stay alive during the course of that year um uh, she would get chrome like cheap chrome installed that would always break and then some one day a couple took her in and gave her some newer chrome Um, and she got a second chance and then um, Melina's like oh huh hmm was it was it a voodoo boys hideout and she's like yeah I think it was voodoo boys good guess uh, (laughs) good guess Melina is like okay I was gonna say something and I'm not I'm just gonna (laughs) hug you instead
0: (laughs) I was gonna say but not anymore no reason
1: (laughs) Uh, We'll find out more about that later. Um, (laughs) Albert, meanwhile, Albert finds where Maelstrom and Juliana are hiding out. And Zor's like, took you long enough. And Albert admits that he only had one of 30 processing threads dedicated to finding Juliana.
0: (laughs) You could could just
1: a pile of shit.
0: You could just leave that information out if you wanted. You didn't (laughs) have to tell her that. Didn't have to say
1: any, any of that. And he tells that to Zor and Zor's like, don't tell Aya. (laughs) Please, (laughs) please. Oh God. Um, so the Maelstrom gang is hanging out like they do. Um, And uh, and they're like, hey, uh, Dum Dum says to Dixie, hey, go send them our offer for Juliana. This is what we we want. Um, Meanwhile, uh, Milena is driving around and uh, she runs into Ron at the at his office. Funny. He, uh, he had said before that he couldn't go back to his office because the animals would recognize him. And now yeah. he's like, he's like, yeah, whatever. Uh, Ron is mid-surgery on somebody. <laughs> so, uh, Milena talks to Ron about uh, the incident in 2062. Uh, basically, they were, um, the corpse were working on a thing that uh, involved the black wall. And uh, there was an EMP explosion that was designed, that was supposed to stop uh, the rogue AIs from coming through. But the only uh, thing that the EMP explosion did was disfigure a poor little girl. Um, And the, the, the media chalked it up to a gang war and it tanked the reputation of the Voodoo Boys. Uh, and then Malena's like, the kid was Aya and, uh, and she, and then Ron's like, okay. And Malena's like, (laughs) don't you get it? It's the title of the book. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, there's no no,
0: coincidence.
1: There's no coincidence here. Uh, it wasn't, it's not really a gang of people who didn't know each other. Um, we're, we're starting to suss that out here, really, uh, as, as uh, it, it had to do with Militech uh, and uh, Melina. And uh, meanwhile, Ron is like, I, I feel like I, re- I know Zor from somewhere, but I'm not sure. <laughs> and Melina um, asks, what, what, what did Warden have on you? And Ron's like, doesn't say anything and instead just hugs Melina um good good old-fashioned
0: physical hug
1: good old-fashioned physical hug to to get out of it Um. all right so let's see uh where where are we um melina Uh, i uh I is considering the offer that the kidnappers gave and that her implants are going to seize up soon enough. Meanwhile, Zor has snuck into the maelstrom hideout and they're not too thrilled with him over this, but he's like, Hey, I just pointed out your defense is bad. Um, And B uh, why do you guys care what we stole anyway? Like the fact that we could do it in the first place shows that you guys don't have the hold that you thought you had. On North Side, and Dum Dum's like, I guess you're right. That doesn't make me any less pissed off. <laughs> <laughs> having said all that, having said all that, you're right, but I don't like you, and I don't yeah. like your face. Yes. Having um, said all
0: that, fuck you. How about fuck that? Fuck you.
1: Yeah. Zora is trying to negotiate a better deal down from a half million. Doesn't go anywhere. But Maelstrom does provide uh, proof of life, and they show they show him Juliana, and he's like he and Zor's like she looks nothing like uh, Bradley. I'm like, no, it's not your son, dude. It's (laughs) Juliana.
0: (laughs) Can't believe you didn't pick that up. Okay, Zor,
1: come on, buddy, come Come on. um, So uh, let's see. Uh, did, 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 did. Melina is reading some background on Project Aeneas and the Black Wall and the data crash caused by Raish Bartmos and his Rabbids. Uh, she stops reading and instead watches Ron and Aya play some version of chess. And she has like this moment of peace, like things in like she it's like one of those moments where she's like, This is nice. Mm-hmm. In another life, things could have been nice. Yeah, it's it's, it's, like it's the heartbreaking. <laughs> it's
0: so sad. <laughs> oh, boy.
1: Um, Ron comes home uh, uh, or Zor comes home and sees that Warden ha- is at the apartment uh, and Warden gives them the plan. The plan is to come over uh, and kill Renner because there won't be anyone there. Uh, It's just going to be them and Renner. It should be easy pickings. And meanwhile, in another scene, Warden is telling Renner the opposite of the plan. Oh, they're going to come by and they won't have any guns. It's going to be easy. easy It's going to be easy easy pickings. (laughs) It's going to be fine. Um, Meanwhile, the operators are losing their shit because the operation has gone off the rails. And then Stanley enters the room. It tells the three of them to, quote, boost his motivators. We'll see what that that is. Um, That sounds
0: horny. It just does. It
1: sounds horny. Speaking Speaking of of horny, Dixie, Ah. Dum Dum, and Carla. uh, Did you think they were a thruple? Yes, they are.
0: (laughs) I don't know what I thought anymore, but this was shocking, even for
1: me. Yeah, so they're banging. Um, Dixie sucking off Dum Dum. It is graphic. (laughs) Wow. Okay. Like, uh, uh, he heard my complaint of no queer queerness in the book, and Boom. he's he's like, I I see you, yeah. Here's
0: I, I see you from the future, here's and a, you're welcome.
1: Here is a, a male male female thruple. Yep.
0: sucking and fucking. Yep, <laughs> Eiffel Tower. This bitch. Let's all have a good time. God <laughs> damn! Let's all have a good time.
1: Uh, got Dumb really Dumb Baldur's Dumb is-
0: Gate three in there. It was yeah. uh, <laughs> two drows uh, <laughs> and a day and a daywalker. You uh, see their siblings. God, <laughs> the aristocrats. Um, <laughs> Rest in peace, Bob Saget. We miss you. Rest in peace,
1: Bob Saget. <laughs> Anyway um, They get a message uh, Dum Dum gets a message Meet at 3pm for the transport uh, Which definitely has to do with the container Of course Um, uh, We get Chapter 13 we get a brief scene uh, With Liam He's identified basically everybody else In the gang at this point now And he is no longer a cop He's not a cop Not a cop (laughs) He's not a co-op. He is freelancing this bitch. He is figuring this out because he's like, fuck it. This is too weird. Um, <laughs> so he's going to continue. And the rest of the chapter is this gigantic showdown at the warehouse. All right. So huh. so much happens in this scene. Yeah. The impromptu gang shows up and Renner is there. And there's just like everybody's everybody's got guns, right? Yeah. Everybody's fucking pointing guns at each other to get the container. And uh, at a certain point, it's like, oh, what are we going to do about it? And then Zor's and then there's like gunshots happening up on the roof. And Zor thinks it's Maelstrom who he tipped off Mm -hmm. and they're just killing everybody. And Zor's (laughs) like. Yeah, you want to wait for whoever's coming down those stairs? Well, guess what? It's not Maelstrom. It's the animals because Ron told the animals when it was happening so that they would forgive his debts. <laughs> you can't trust anybody. <laughs> so the animals come in and they're just fucking shooting everybody. <laughs> yeah. It's not just a clever name, the animals. <laughs> not just a clever name. And they're getting shot and they're, they got these big... Beefy, steroided muscles, and every time the muscles get shot, it's just like a book, bu- like a water balloon of blood. It's true.
0: <laughs> it's- <laughs> like the, the the video game ter- term of spongy comes to mind. Uh, they're, spongy. They're, the animals are, are quite literally spongy. It is. Yes, it's bad. they
1: take a lot of bullets, but also the the you squeeze a lot of blood out of them.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um. They are gross. They are gross. Yeah. Um, (laughs) So, yeah, basically what ends up happening is they have this big old standoff. People are getting shot. Uh, uh, One of the first people to go down is Ross. Mm -hmm. Um, He gets he gets blown away. Uh, The animals are getting shot up. They have guns on everybody. Everybody has guns on everybody. Then Maelstrom shows up. Yeah. because oh yeah. You didn't think Ren- they,
0: they were just going to ignore this one. Did you? Of course they're no. there.
1: Of course they're there. They show up. Uh, Carla shows up dramatically stabbing Renner through the chest and now Renner's dead. And now Maelstrom is like, Hey, well, we don't fucking need you guys. And they're trying to turn. They're trying to kill the other people. The, the, they're trying to kill the impromptu gang and they're killing the animals and the animals are dead. Um, and then, uh, Carla shows is like tries is like doing this whole back thing. And uh, Zor shoots her, shoots her arms off. Yeah. But not before she manages to land on Ron and double impale him through the chest. What the fuck? <laughs> okay. Shh. Ron is dead. Uh, <laughs> is he? <laughs> is he? Oh. No. Ron. Ron gets gets double a uh, double uh, uh, impaled through the chest. Now this is this is um, yeah. Uh, so he gets double impaled. Uh, Dum Dum is gets shot and then just kind of like staggers away so that he can appear in the video game. Sure. <laughs> sure. <laughs>
0: He staggers away <laughs> to his actual, uh, from, from where you know him from.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. And, um, yeah. Uh, it's, it's, uh, it's not good. Uh, oh. And then Ron remembers, as he's dying, he remembers where he remembered Zor from. Uh, but it doesn't really matter. No. It doesn't matter. No. So, um... The only other thing in that chapter is Albert waxes po- poetically about the idea of transferring one's consciousness. Who Jesus Christ, I hate
0: this fucking kid.
1: Uh, <laughs> if you hate this kid, continue reading.
0: Yeah. Oh, you're gonna <laughs> love this book. Don't you
1: worry. Oh, uh, God. Yeah. So, chapter fourteen. Um. All right, we start out with a freak seek like ra- recap of of the of the gang fight that happened. Um also, I guess they never did they get the container? I forget. They didn't get the container. At this point? Yeah. Do they have the container? I uh no, I I don't think so. Stop yet? Okay, okay. I don't I don't think they have the container. Uh, either way, Freak Seek like r- recounts everything. Liam is continuing his his investigation. Uh, he's talking to buyers. Buyers is still alive, by the way. Um, the op the operators are losing their shit. They're like, fuck, what's going on? The ARS 3 has like uh, they're saying he's uh past his 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 uh rep, his thing with flying colors uh and then they mentioned someone fucked up Russo's psych profile who is Melena so okay so these operators we knew they were in they were had something to do with Stanley but obviously something is something's weird where mm-hmm. they have they have details on everybody um yeah so uh Milena and Zor are going to meet with Katsuo. Basically, Milena decides that she is going to um take Zor take Katsuo up on that offer and that Zor is going to play her partner. Now that Ron is dead, Ron would have gone. Uh yep. but he's is, he is no more he is no longer the Ripper Doc is no longer with us. The first he Not is with the us. first he is the first main character to eat it. Um, The
0: Ripper Dock is no more.
1: The Ripper Dock has been ripped. So they, Milena and Zor go uh, to Katsuo's house and it's, you know, very customary uh, Japanese style house. They're, they're having tea and all that fun stuff. And they're, (laughs) they're having a discussion about Project Aeneas and it gets to the matter of AI and the nature of AI and the nature of getting through the black wall. All these things that Albert has kind of been talking about the entire time mm-hmm. actually pop up a little bit here. And yeah. that the corpse are like trying to figure out a way to create an AI that is controllable instead of one that could would end up going rogue like the ones that are on the other side of the black wall. That's the goal, right? Um, while this is happening, because Zor is, still wants to kill Katsuo, because Katsuo gave the order that killed Zor's family. He shot the the rockets. He shot the rockets out of the warship that demolished, you know. And we're getting these flashbacks to um, Zor when he did this. This is 20, 2070. It's seven years ago. And uh, Zor was, uh, took that his took the AV with the missiles and he, he sh- blew up some more ships and then he was shot down and you know, he's, he's got a broken leg and it's yeah. cutting back and forth between the scene of him having a broken leg and, um, Katsuo and Milena continuing their negotiation. Except, uh, at one point, uh, Zor starts having like the flashback is like breaking a little bit because he's having this these memories of maybe being in a hospital maybe mm-hmm. not
0: uh, <laughs> starting to get a little shifty there and It's starting
1: yeah. to get a little get a little shifty
0: yeah um, and
1: then uh, at, 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 at there's a point at which uh, Katsuo. Is like so. Basically, we wanted the, we wanted to create this AI that was controlled with emotion. It was weighed down with emotion. Like, how would we do that? Blah blah blah. Melina <laughs> is still talking, and um, Belina goes to to Kato, So, what exactly do you need from me? I don't. I don't work for Militech anymore. There's nothing I can give you. And Katsuo goes, You've already given him to me. And it's like, Wow. Yeah. Yeah.
0: You get that Jaws camera. Wom. Wom. And Kat and,
1: and Zor like breaks a bowl, a ceramic bowl, and he holds it to Katsuo. And he's like, You son of a bitch. You killed my family. Um, and, and Katsuo is like, Listen to me. The memory you have. Never happened. And he's like, no, 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 no. Um, he's like, there is no suburb north of Night City. There never was. And Zor's like, you're lying. <laughs>
0: Listen, man, we total recalled the shit out of you. And and I need you to take it, my word for it.
1: And uh, uh, yeah, Katsuo's like, buddy, uh, I've never been in the military in my entire life. I would not have given any orders to shoot any uh, missiles from any warship because that was not, that is not my division. (laughs) (laughs) And Zor's like, and then the security breaks in and there's like a gunfight, right? Shooting the security guards and stuff like that. And uh, Katsuo is like just a little bit cut from the ceramic, which triggers uh, like the med the medical team to that's some pretty damn good insurance. Uh,
0: yeah. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Huh.
1: To like dispatch to them right away. Um, and uh, yeah. So, they, uh, so, you know, this, this is all happening. Uh, Katsuo's daughter comes out and uh, Zor's is like, sees that he, like Katsuo is like, stops and sees like cats was a human for like for a moment. Um, And then Zor uh, grabs Molina and they just get the fuck out of there. And as they're running out, the medical uh, AV is landing. Um, They get out into the yard and there is uh, one of the guys, one of the med techs is like taking cover and he's like aiming a gun at Zor. And, but he hesitates. He doesn't shoot Zor, even though he has him dead to rights. And he goes, Jay? Jay? And Zora's like, whatever. And they get into the, the, the yeah. thing, and they, they f- fly the fuck off.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what, the what is happening? Fuck? What the um, fuck? Yeah.
1: Um, so I just dumped all that scene at once. But meanwhile- <laughs> uh, Aya is trying to figure out what to do about Juliana and uh, Albert is still working on like the Terran source code to break through the black wall and is talking about copying his his body over. But Jesus Christ,
0: it's it's just the level of you getting fucked with uh, uh, really, really starts hitting home here. So uh, just
1: to recap. Zor's memories are implanted, mm-hmm. according to Katsuo. Uh, Ron is dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's that's really all I have to fill in right now. Yeah. Um, hey, do you happen to remember that story about how Milena hurt her ankle? Uh, how she got into that car accident. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure that has nothing to do with anything. I'm Anyways. sure it's
0: completely unrelated. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this this author seems like the kind of guy who will just live and let live with some of his plot threads.
1: Some of those details. Oh, yeah. I forgot to mention Liam gets a message uh, from his wife saying his kids are missing. Oh, good. Uh, during this chapter. Good. Because he didn't drop the case. And then at the beginning of Chapter 15, Liam finds his kids. They just happen to be, like, out playing and realizes uh, I'm dropping the case. Fuck, like, fuck, yeah, fuck I'm, this. I'm, uh, fuck this. I'm done. I'm, I'm done.
0: That's not,
1: yeah. It's like,
0: nope. Nope.
1: Not even a little bit worth it. <laughs> Liam, literally, it's not even the end of the book. Liam, forget it, Jake. It's Chinatown. Yeah, it's true. Right I love that. Out of the book at the beginning of chapter 15. Not at the end of chapter 15. No, the, the beginning. beginning of chapter 15. The beginning.
0: <laughs> I love this feeling of. Just, I just love that. I just love that feeling of like my integrity is not for self. My, te- my integrity is for self. It's it's. Yeah. We're good. It's like, you know yes. what?
1: I'm not a cop anymore.
0: Forget it. I'm not. I'm fucking, no fucking cop. No uh,
1: fucking
0: co-op. We're good. We're good. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh god. Um, so they're flying this medical AV around, and uh, Zor asks, "Okay, Melina." is it was what he said true about the suburb and Melina's like yes there's never been a suburb in north of night city where you you say that and Zor's like i don't know what the fuck's going on <laughs> yeah. um so Melina, he's like, he offers to drop Melina off just so that she's done with this whole thing. Melina's like, no, I'm staying with you. <laughs> um, they go to uh, the Maelstrom HQ, uh, fly the thing to the second floor, and Melina jumps out of the, on, onto the second floor uh, through like a hole in the wall and like goes to grab Juliana. So earlier, Dixie, uh, the, the twink in the, in the Thropple. Um uh, and the Netrunner installed a chip into, into Juliana's head. And that made her do something. She's like a little bit more aware now. Mm-hmm. So Melina tries to get Juliana and Juliana's like, nope, not leaving. So Melina just grabs the girl and picks her up and starts starts like walking away with her. And Juliana hits her in the head with a tablet. <laughs> and and then a maelstromer comes in. And the maelstromer is like this old ganger and he's like about to kill Melina. And, uh, then another maelstrom lady comes in and, uh, shoots the shit out of this guy, the older guy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> basically, um, she, she shoots the shit out of the older guy and then she takes her mask off and it's Aya. Yeah. uh, uh, camouflaged as a maelstromer. Um, and they're like, all right, let's go. And now all these other maelstromers are coming on and Juliana is not going with them. And I is trying to drag her and, and I, Juliana is like, no, I want to stay with the mael." She doesn't say it, but in her actions, she wants to stay with maelstrom. She wants to stay with this maelstrom gang. Um, and, uh, Aya's leg is, like, starting to not work, um, and they make it back towards the gap between the building. They're still trying to drag Juliana. Julia ducks out and stands with the Maelstrom. Melina and Aya get onto the AV, and Maelstrom just starts shooting at them, shooting and shooting and shooting. Meanwhile, Albert's doing his transfer thing. And he starts using that ARS03 processor to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, at some point during this, Melina is shot. At some point during this encounter, Melina gets shot. Um, so uh, she is uh, dying, and they're like, We're going to get you to the hospital. And Melina's like, No. Nah.
0: Yeah, <laughs> no, you know what? Don't, don't trouble yourself. I think, don't trouble yourself. It's,
1: uh,
0: you know, I think we all saw this coming. I think it's we fine. all
1: saw this coming. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. And, uh, as Milena dies, um, with, you know, she takes one last cigarette and uh, is mm. smoking it because she's cool right to the fucking end.
0: Just, just stone
1: cold bitch. I love her. Uh-huh. Um, she tells Aya that Warden didn't have anything on her. She just joined up because she wanted to feel alive.
0: Great. <laughs> I feel That's good. A
1: picture picture wrap on Melina. Yeah. Bye, Melina. <laughs>
0: Jesus Christ. <laughs> I mean, my God. Oh, God.
1: Um, so... Albert like breaks through the black wall and kind of like with his little thing, and he begins his transfer. Night City uh, airspace has, has been closed. Everything is shut down. The data is transferring, um, and uh, there and and Aya's you know body is starting to lock up more and more. And Zora is lying to her saying, Hey, we're only 90 minutes away from San Francisco. And like, there's no way they're only 90 minutes away from San Francisco. (laughs) They're like, they're hours away from San Francisco at this
0: point. (laughs) She might as well just be like, yeah, we're five minutes away. If you can just hang on five minutes till Disney world, honey, Yeah, put on your Um, shoes. Uh, then
1: a drone, a drone interrupts them and, uh, they're trying to get Albert to, to deal with it. Um, So like the drone, it has them at a standoff, and they can't go anywhere until the drone is is like is out of the way. Um, Zor lets Albert. So Albert tells Zor, "Hey, ARS03 is in your head. You need to give me access to it so I can do some stuff." Albert doesn't tell Zor what the fuck he's doing. He's mm-hmm. like, "Oh, let me do things to help you." Yeah, and he's only super doing cool it, things. He's only doing it so that he can transfer the data faster to the other side of the black wall.
0: This fucking kid. He's 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 a he's a rock star. This kid. He's the best.
1: Um. So <coughs> while Albert is in cyberspace, uh, Dixie. The uh, erstwhile lover of Carla and mm-hmm. last standing member of that thruple, because uh, Dum Dum has gone missing. Um, yeah, we're not. Yeah, Dum Dum's out. Dum Dum's out. He's not dead. He shows up later in the video game.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, but he's
1: he's, but he's, he's 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 licking his wounds. Yeah. Um, Maybe literally. Shows, yeah, literally. Yeah. Um, Dixie shows up to Albert's apartment and uh, just kind of plugs a little program in there into albert's brain and says like hi i'm dixie's automated program yeah uh, you i wanted to kill all you and all your friends but just you will suffice <laughs> um so albert's like i just gotta hold him off until my consciousness transfers and then like the consciousness transfers but <laughs> suddenly Albert has his fucking Soma moment. Yeah, I was just going
0: to say it's a total Soma moment.
1: (laughs) It's like, wait a minute. So spoilers for the game Soma. Um, But basically the guy, he realizes that like just because he's transferred his consciousness doesn't mean that he, his current consciousness is going to be awake on the other side. He is still him no matter what. And that consciousness, like for all the fucking metaphysical thinking he did, this kid (laughs) misses the entire purpose of everything. And like, no, buddy, your consciousness is tied to your body.
0: (laughs) It's, it's copy paste, not cut paste.
1: Like it's, 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 yeah, it's, yeah. It's a copy paste, not a cut and paste. Yeah. Um, So Dixie slices up, um Albert slowly uh takes his time with it using Carla's mantis blades um that that uh Zor shot off her arms. Um <laughs> and uh yeah, so that's the end of Albert. Fuck that kid. <laughs> A little dumbass. Little dumb fucking twerp thing about it is this is the coup de gras the coup de gras dixie then takes a look at whatever the fuck albert was doing and he he goes in and he goes oh he uh he he made a hole through the black wall oh shit those rogue ais are just tearing apart those green cubes that he sent over (laughs) like it all gets destroyed everything anyway Literally nothing Albert does makes any impact whatsoever. None. He transfers his consciousness across the black wall. Guess what? Some fucking AI T-Rexes
0: just yeah. ripped it apart. Chopped <laughs> him up. Good. Fuck him. Thus always to tech bros. Just, just <laughs> thus always to tech bros. So Dixie's like. That was
1: fucking stupid, and you know leaves <laughs> leaves satisfied. Yeah,
0: <laughs> Dixie gets gets what they want. That's that's yeah. That's Dixie's like I'm good. That's I'm good. great. Yeah. I got some vengeance. You know, happy um, ending for me.
1: Yeah. Uh, while all this is happening, uh, uh, Zor is flashing back more and more between present day and 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 past. Seven years, seven years ago. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: Fictional seven years. Fictional
1: seven years. Um, and uh, eventually they end up. Uh, so. OK, they end up crashing. Uh, Zor is half dead. Uh, Stanley comes. And I'm just kind of like saying what happens. Uh-huh. We'll kind of get into what happened. Zork, They crash. Stanley shows up to the crash site. Zor is half dead. Aya, inconclusive, doesn't really say if she's dead or not. Uh, Stanley goes up to Aya and says, good work, and blinks his eyes and unlocks her arms and legs. (laughs) And then tells them, all right, well, AOS03 was a failure. Move on to AOS04. End of book. (laughs) Okay, so...
0: Jesus Christ. Okay.
1: (laughs) All right. So let's unpack this a little bit. Yeah. All right. So the flashback, the flashbacks start going between seven years and two, uh, let's say it's like a month ago now. It's like two months ago. Um, In the beginning of the book, we hear a story about that Freak Seek talks about, about a car accident on the road where a bunch of people got killed, there is a video of a uh, a guy trying to save a little boy out of a burning car, and he's being restrained by his fellow medical people, uh, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. That guy is Zor. Zor was never in the war. He was a medical uh, technician. He was a pilot for one of these medical technician planes. Mm-hmm. Uh, he sees a little boy, and his name isn't Zor; it's Jay. So let's just line up the events. Um, two months before the before the uh, the book starts, Jay, aka Zor, is a mm-hmm. pilot for a medical thing. He is in a. Uh, they get called to a severe car crash caused by Melina's driver. Melina only gets walks away with a with a sprained ankle. Meanwhile, there's a boy trapped in a car who's like burning to death. He's trying to Jay the pilot, who's not even supposed to be out there saving people, is trying to save this kid. His his duty officer. Uh, restrains him and then shoots him in the head because he disobeyed orders. Right. Which Jay is taken to a Ripper Doc, a Ripper Doc who used to be a Ripper Doc to the stars and a hot top flight surgeon, but has fallen on hard times and is in a lot of debt. This Ripper Doc's name is Ron. Mm-hmm. Ron installs a bunch of tech into, into Jay. And making him Zor. Then Militech wipes Ron's memory of the event. Ron does not have an active memory of doing this. That's why the entire time Ron's like, you look vaguely familiar to me. Right. Because it's not like a thorough thing. So uh, then we get... No coincidences. Um, this is all kicked off by a car accident that Milena started. Um, so then we get to Aya, right? Aya has this high end, uh, technology. It's made to look organic. Mm -hmm. She's on tough times. So she does jobs for, for a guy. She did never really met him. Um, and as she when she does the job she gets maintenance on her on her chrome in the middle of the book or in the first third of the book after she fucks up the one mission she gets another message and she doesn't like the contents of the message we are never treated to what the contents of the message were though until the end when stanley tells her good job The job, Aya's job, was to be Zor's escort for the remainder of the time. Right. (laughs)
0: Jesus
1: (laughs) Christ. Okay. So Zor is ARS-03. The idea was to implant a memory into an artificial intelligence to make it seem... Like, the target, because they want it to, an AI to be able to kill a target, but how do you control AI? Because that's been, that was the whole problem with the black ball in the fat past. You laden them with emotional baggage. And the emotional baggage was the target was responsible for Zor or ARSO3's family getting killed. Jesus Christ. Except... <laughs> Katsuo was not involved, and there was no family, and he was just a he was just a pilot named Jay who got shot in the head that right. Ron replaced the gear, the the stuff in his brain. Yada yada yada.
0: It's so bizarre. Yep. It is such a mind fuck of a book.
1: Stanley hired Warden to get the container. So what was in the container? It doesn't matter. It could have been empty. Yeah. The whole point of the entire thing was, was to see if you could basically Manchurian candidate, a real person with yeah. AI and emotional baggage and have them kill somebody.
0: <sighs> That's the whole it, thing.
1: In the end, everybody's dead. I am might be alive. It's not, it's not conclusive with the way it's written. Um, And uh, yeah, and that's 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 the end of that. And what's funny is like it could have gone completely different way had Albert not been a piece of shit. Right. Right. Had Albert had Albert not been such a navel gazing piece of shit. It really relied on him being like so self-centered. Yeah. About his bullshit for it to all work out.
0: <laughs> he was so caught up in his own fucking bullshit that, that like, yeah, the one person who might've gotten them out of this shitty, shitty situation because he was so full of his own stupid bitch juice. He just had to, it, yeah, it, which I guess there's a message there. I guess there's a message there. <laughs> I guess there's a message there.
1: What the so, fuck? everybody dies. Uh, I looked into it more. There's a a character named Mr. Blue Eyes in Cyberpunk 2077. Mm -hmm. People think that that might be Stanley. Oh, okay. um, uh, Because they reference that Stanley, Stanley, when he does his, like, mind control thing to Aya, his, like, eyes flash blue.
0: Um, Oh, I do remember that. Okay, cool. Yeah, so the, the, like
1: he might be a character and also there's some weird there's like a particular quest in Cyberpunk 2077 that doesn't really have like a super satisfying ending it just kind of like peter's out but it might be related to this program as well so uh,
0: okay okay
1: so See, they're like there it's a real narrow thread between the book and the game but it's there
0: but it totally exists yeah yeah <laughs> that's that's really interesting because that's the thing like there there's this part of me now that it's finished that having never played Cyberpunk 2077 all I can do is go wow well I I enjoyed the hell out of that I lost nothing by not having played the game it is just a a really solid piece of cyberpunk with or without that franchise. Um, But I knew as we're wrapping it up, I was like, I know, I, I know Kevin's going to have like some of the Easter eggs that are inevitably in there that, that is just going to make it that much more fun for someone who has played the game.
1: So for a while I was like, does the container have anything to do with the Arasaka relic? Uh, but it's Arasaka relic is mentioned, but that's not mm. it. Um, and the Arasaka relic is uh, the, it's the thing with uh, Johnny Silverhand okay. uh, on it that you get put into your head um, towards the beginning of the game. Um, so that's why you see Keanu Reeves everywhere you go. Um, <laughs>
0: I thought that's just part of being an American. That's just part just, of being an American. You just see Keanu Reeves. You just see you Keanu. Go. Yeah.
1: And he yeah. tips his head to you. Yeah. That's just part um, of it. It's just part of it. So with all that being said, Phil, what did you think of the book?
0: I, I loved it. Uh, <laughs> I thought it was really, really – no book that we've read so far has hit me in the guts with that kind of pit of bleakness uh, that that this one has at the end of it. Uh, now, some people aren't into that kind of thing, so I, I am. I don't mind it anyway if it's in service of a good story. Um, but the fact of the matter is, is that this is the first time we've ever read a video game novelization or tie-in that has that level of emotion attached to it. Uh, for me, this is a this this might be. Um, the best book we've read on this show, yeah. Uh, in terms of just sheer craftsmanship uh, and and skill, uh, yeah, I, I can't I can't say enough good things about it. What about you? <laughs> yeah, um,
1: yeah, no, it's amazing. Um, it's uh, it's it's a wild book, and um, just like all of the threads. It is so thoroughly threaded Mm -hmm. with plot. Um, Like this is what, so like, and this is what I say, why when you're writing something, it's better to often like focus on doing something that is driven by character because it's really, really hard to make something that is plot driven that is guaranteed going to work. But, that being said, Rafael Kosick had this plot, this third, uh, this meticulous plot, like perfectly weaved. And obviously you need good characters to pull it off, but it's, yes. it's, it's, it's a very, it's a good, ex- it's an example of good plot driven story where it's like, okay, yeah, this is fucking amazing. You know, the, yeah. the, the, Every single thread. There's no loose ends. No. There is no loose ends. There are no coincidences coincidences in the entire goddamn book. Yeah. Even like little shit like buyers and sons. The way it's written in the beginning, you assume that Zora has been working with buyers for a while, right? He's only been, later in the book, when Liam talks to Byers, Byers is like, yeah, he worked for me for two days and then, blew, and then wrecked one of my vans. The window in which Zor existed is really, really narrow, you know? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, it's so quick. <laughs> but he has this entire life. Yeah. That he he knows and imagines where he doesn't drink really only on his on one day a month where he orders something like he's got this like kind of vague recovering alcoholic feel and he's been yeah. living under the grid off the grid for seven years and you know all this stuff and it's like it's so thoroughly done and it's all fake
0: yeah. <laughs> It's that's exactly it. It it has so many little details. There's no stone left unturned and it's completely fake. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's fucking crazy. It's heartbreaking. That's the yeah. thing. This book is tragic on so many different levels. Um, the level of a world, just not giving a shit about you, uh, from beginning to end is there. And you, and because you're a human being, And a reader, and you hope that maybe like someone's gonna get out of this and, and, you know, either become a badass or, or escape, uh, into the sunset somehow. No, not a single fucking person. Not
1: a single person. The best that you
0: can do is be a cop and drop the case. Like, that's the best you can do. (laughs) Liam's best case was he retired. Yeah, I'm done. I'm out. Early retirement. Sick. Like, I'll take it. He is the, he is the, only person who had anything resembling a happy ending in this it's and and, and that's and it's still pretty bleak yeah uh, uh yeah as you know he's still going to live in fear for his kids and everything right, else exactly like, yeah so
1: there's one there's a there's one detail i forgot to mention at the end hmm. of the book is that after they crash uh zor tells aya like Aya's is like Alive and Zor's like, we'll start over in San Francisco. Whatever's (laughs) in the container will help us. The last thing Zor sees in his life, because he is dead by the time Stanley gets there, the last thing Zor sees is that the container has nothing in it.
0: Empty. Completely empty. And it's just like,
1: just imagining what's, like, going through that person's head. Yeah. Um,
0: oh, my God. It's kind of wild because you kind of wish, uh, uh, there's a part of me that wishes we could have seen uh, exactly how uh, how he reacts to that. On the other hand, the bleakness of that and then just finding his body later is just like, oh, I don't think we need that. That's Jesus no, Christ. It's just his, de- dark. His,
1: his dead body is staring blankly at the empty container. Yeah. When Stanley finds him.
0: That's just. Fuck.
1: Ugh. Fucking Stanley.
0: Dude. <laughs> it's so bleak. Oh, man. This fucking uh, book, Kevin. Oh. Yep. Oh. We're going to read something ugh, with a little hope and happiness next, yeah? Something that's got some. Uh, yeah,
1: what's what's next on the.
0: What is next? I should better check. Oh. Oh. Never mind. Forget I said anything. What is it? Uh, Our next book is uh, actually our first ever 40K book.
1: Oh, no. (laughs) Warhammer
0: 40,000 Fire Warrior.
1: It's not gonna be bleak. That's, that's not gonna g- be happy. That's gonna be bleak.
0: <laughs> that's, it probably will. It that's, probably will. That's like that's double bleak. That's double bleak. I don't. It, I don't see how it could be anything but.
1: I actually. I don't know oh. if it's double bleak. I'd say this story and Warhammer forty k are probably on par.
0: <laughs> probably on par. I, honestly, I don't know. This might be worse. This might be worse. <laughs> this one. This is worse because there was hope. Yes, exactly, exactly. <laughs> when you go into forty k you're like, "Well, there's no hope, so whatever like right. that's fine. That's fine. You read one, a book called Fourteen Hours because the soldiers on that planet uh have an average life expectancy of fourteen hours, and you don't figure your protagonist is gonna limp away from the whole situation. No, you expect a good fourteen hours fourteen before,
1: hours. you know the flamer uh decides that everyone is 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 a heretic.
0: And that's it. <laughs> and that's it. Yeah.
1: Jesus. Yeah. So anyway. Anyway. That's the end of that book. <laughs> it sure is. <laughs> I rate it 2077 stars out of twenty seventy seven. <laughs>
0: I rate it 2077 Mantis Blades out of 2077.
1: That's right. Yes. That's right. Yes. R.I.P. Carla, you sick, twisted body, blood artist. (laughs) We hardly knew ye.
0: We hardly knew ye. My God.
1: So, um, with all that
0: being said, what Mm. are you playing? Oh! Oh, goodness gracious. Well, um, I just came back from a little vacation with my wife, and, and so I didn't do a lot my of gaming wife. there. Nah, it was my wife, and uh, but but uh, I had, as I mentioned last week, uh, just gotten done with um, Baldur's Gate three, and in the past few days, I have managed to go ahead and pick up and play Blasphemous two, um, mm-hmm. which is more blasphemous. Uh, it, 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 they should just call it Blasphemous Two, more Blasphemous, yep. um, and and that's exactly what I wanted. Uh, there are more weapons, more spells, more everything. Um, it feels just as good as the original. I'm having fun peeling back the layers of the onion. I think there's only, I think the only part that has given me pause. I've only fought one boss uh, and uh, and killed her, um, but the. Bosses so far are a little less like full on monstrous than they were in the first one? Sure. Uh they're a little they're still spooky as hell, but yeah. uh they're not the big abominations. So, so I don't I've only yeah. done one. So I it might it might my pick up.
1: I am probably like 90% through the game. Okay. And I can echo that criticism oh, that, okay. okay, that the game feels, Blasphemous 2 feels unfortunately a little less turn, tuned down on the abomination front.
0: Yeah, and I'm a monster guy. That's what yeah. I'm about. So yeah, I, I... really, I, the, one of the things
1: I loved about the first Blasphemous was the, the, the Bleakness of the world, but also mm-hmm. the these bleak monstrous abominations, like you know the uh, the guy who's a skeleton, and you're just fighting the people that are holding up his corpse, and and the the, the fucking giant baby, like yeah,
0: the giant baby, like,
1: the shit like that. Um, the I'd say the bosses in Blasphemous two tend to drift a little bit more toward towards Castlevania e where yes. they're still monsters, but they don't have that blasphemous panache of of like, oh, I feel Bad looking at this,
0: right? Right. I actually, I am not a religious man, and I do feel like I'm committing some sort of weird sin, even looking at this. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It, it's and it doesn't have that, and that's that's unfortunate. Yeah, it's um, a little,
1: Yeah, that's the thing. Is the game? Uh, I I really enjoy Blasphemous too. It's also yes, I'm playing it also. Uh, yeah. But I I'll say it feels a little bit muted compared to the first one. Yeah, and yeah. I wish they had gone so far in the other direction. Like, yes, I wanted them to shock me compared to the first one. And it feels like they pulled back, given that, that maybe that they thought this one was going to have a little bit more mainstream appeal.
0: Maybe, yeah. I, I feel uh, like they gave you more toys to play with. I've got all the weapons toys. now. more toys. you got three weapons. Fun. Yeah. yeah. What's, your, what's your main weapon do you find to use? So um,
1: I almost never use the hammer thing. Um, oh,
0: it's the opposite for me. That's my main.
1: Oh, that's your main. Okay, because I, I like to, it, yeah. I like to parry um, uh, a lot of enemies. So I'm I a dodge use, guy. So <laughs> I use the uh, the twin rapiers. Um, that's the one I use time. the least. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah look at that that's 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 like a dark souls that's a right there that's a dark yeah souls right thing. there <laughs> <laughs> yeah I try yeah. to get that parry in
0: um, <laughs> it's um, yeah I agree so I've only played I guess I got four hours in something like that and I've 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 played a fair amount of it I've beaten that one of uh, the embroidery maiden uh, which thank God uh, because have you played her yet have you fought her yet which one is she She's the one who uh, the who tells you on guard and has the rapier. Oh,
1: God, yeah. She's basically... Well, okay, so I didn't like that boss at all. Not necessarily... No. I mean, fighting her was annoying, but also she seemed like an almost exact ripoff of a boss from Sekiro.
0: Oh, interesting.
1: Okay. Like, okay. like to an unfortunate extent. I was like, this, I... Game kitchen... <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: so uh, I
0: I just I, I, it just drove me crazy because she takes her you you get down there and it's and it's you know it's it's uh, blasphemous. you're gonna have to fight the boss multiple times. you're not just gonna beat him on the first try and uh, and I go down there I find, I get to her again and every single time she hops down, Takes her time, pulls out her blade, bows to me, says, on guard. And five minutes later, we're fighting again. And it's like, (laughs) Jesus. And I can't skip it. You can't. And that drives me up the wall. It's like, the first time I saw it, I was like, that's pretty cool. That's pretty spooky and strange and, you know, very vampire-less stop. Cool. Rock and roll. Let's do this. But on the 5th or 6th or 7th time, can I I just fucking fight her? I I need to kill her. Um. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that's yeah. that's all I've played really. Uh, I, uh, this week. So
1: let, I'll say I like it. I don't know if it'll crack my top ten because, mm-hmm. which is a big shame. Um, yeah. Yeah. Because it's compared to coming off what I loved about Blasphemous One, it's
0: disappointing. Um, yes. Yeah. It's not Blasphemous One. That is for damn sure. It's it's yeah. like
1: it's bla- it's diet blasphemous
0: a little yeah yeah yeah. It's, okay. it's still a good
1: game if you're into Metroidvania. Oh, it's damn good if you're it's into still... metroidvanias go and check it out um, yeah and if you aren't into the the wanton gore and weird monsters play blasphemous 2 instead of blasphemous 1 um, right, right because blasphemous yeah, you'll be 1 fine. gets fucking weird Uh um, Bl- oh. God,
0: it's so weird.
1: I love it. <laughs> and this one, there is only one scene so far where I was like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> but uh, otherwise, the the creatures have not, uh, and all of them, a lot of them are like retreads from the first one. Like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know. Maybe we'll see what what the next one uh, holds for us. Uh, what else yeah. are you' playing is that is that that's is that it? that's
0: literally it okay. uh, uh, what have you you been playing anything else
1: yeah so um I've been playing a little game called Baldur's Gate three <laughs> <laughs> okay so what a I shock play, I play blasphemous at night okay, on my steam deck because it's a good steam deck game you know while yeah. watching TV or or what have you um, and uh, I got armored core six fires of Rubicon which I will probably be, be playing on my Steam Deck after I finish Blasphemous Two, um, because apparently it works works fine on the Steam Deck. So I'm just gonna. Mm. I've already put in like I put in like an hour and a half into Army Corps Six. Fucking slaps, love it. Um, Good. Just like it's really good, uh, but I it's just kind of like falling off just uh, to the wayside a little bit because I want to finish Blasphemous 2. I want to play Armored Core 6 on my Steam Deck, and I want to finish Blasphemous 2 on my Steam Deck before I do any anything else. So there, there's that. Um, I also started playing uh, the newest of the Bethesda games, Starfields. Oh. And? and you know how Bethesda really likes to draw out their introductions to I'm their games. I'm familiar with it. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> just get to the good shit. <laughs> like I just, I just played Baldur's Gate 3, and Baldur's Gate 3 starts with an with a mind flare putting a fucking tadpole into your goddamn eyeball and then you have to fight, fight your way out of a mind flayer spaceship.
0: That game fucks, it fucks and it gets straight to it. It just gets, it gets straight to it. You know how Ugh.
1: Starfield starts? I'll tell you how hmm. Starfield starts. You get welcomed to a mining planet where your manager walks you through the mines and tells you all about mining and she's oh, giving Jesus pep Christ. talks to fellow miners and she tells you to pick up a thing and like, here's how you mine and you point some uh, the, the laser at some rocks and then you Guys. keep going and then you watch an excavator dig some holes and then you go through the hole the excavator dig, digged, dug and then there's a thing there's a thing in the rock and you touch the thing and you see bright lights and you have a real, you know 2001 A Space Odyssey moment And you're the space baby or whatever. (laughs) And then you wake up and you create your character. And then uh, some guy from a group called The Collective comes and he's like, hey, I'm here to get the artifact that you guys found. And then some space pirates show up. And you'd think that's interesting. They're the most boring space pirates I've ever seen. Um, they show up and they try to, because the guy that came to get the artifact is looking has like space pirates trailing after him because the ship he flies is apparently legendary for the <laughs> shit that it has on it. <laughs> anyway, you kill the space pirates and you end up killing most of them because even if your background is a chef, you're still the most competent fighter in the goddamn <laughs>
0: naturally. Of course. Out of
1: The 30 other people that are standing there. Um, And uh, then the guy is like, you know what, buddy? You should take the ship. You should take the ship and you should go to the constellation group that I'm a part of. And you should give them the artifact. Because they want to hear from you because you had the the lights and flash experience. And then they give you the ship. And then the first mission is, hey, let's try to get these space pirates off our tail. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah. I'm giving it the the juice that it deserves. I have played it for a bit now, and I'm like, Bethesda, I understand you wanna make these gigantic games with a lot of stuff in it. This this is inexcusable. Mm -hmm. This fucking intro is banana, banana nonsense splits over here. What are we doing? also there's almost no character to the game like all right outer worlds got like middling reviews it's a fine game it -hmm. was made by the people i mean it looks like a bethesda game but Mm -hmm. it's not it's much tighter than a bethesda game it was made by the folks who uh made the original fallout right great outer wilds or outer not outer wilds that's a different discussion. That's a Outer totally World, different game, yeah. Outer Worlds has a thrust to it. It has yeah. character, it has color, it has immediately interesting shit right away. Yeah. And everything in Starfield is just like hey, we you turned your your saturation down to 80%. <laughs> um, and that's like across the board. <laughs> and I'm going to give it some more time. Just to see if there's a point at which it gets good. I remember somebody in a review saying, "Yeah, it gets good after about 130 hours," and oh. and I'm oh. like, "Come Aren't on, guys! This? What are we doing? Aren't we just, past this? Just give me." Uh, so, um,
0: Starfield, I, I, I feel that because I, it, it's just this. It's just Bethesda doing what Be- what Bethesda does, which was really unique and fresh, uh, uh, ten years ago, uh, and 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 is getting very tedious now, and it's it's a shame because I can't tell you how many times. Twenty years ago, it's like twenty oh, yeah. years ago. Yeah. Oh yeah, I, I can't. Jesus Christ, you're right. Uh, <laughs> I. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, I can't tell you how many times I've thought to myself, especially if I've had a few drinks or something and I just want to play some comfort food gaming or something, I'm like, you know what I want to do? I want to go and tromp around uh, uh, DC or something like that. Yeah, I'm going to fire up
1: Fallout 3.
0: Yeah, while some old-timey music plays in the background. I want to do that. And then the intro goes and it goes and it goes and there's no option to skip it, and there's no option to just, like, just throw me into this world, and and I'll just go, oh, right, and I'll stop playing, <laughs> I'll put it away, and right. do something else, you know, yeah. it's just, I don't mind that there's some storyline, but there's got to be an option where we can just pop into it.
1: So, writing yeah. on games, just an amazing video, just today, as of recording this, it'll be mm. a few weeks ago when you, you all listen to this, but... Um, about the Bethesda intro problem. And he has an amazing point where he goes, look at all these. You got Fallout 3, you got Skyrim, where you're basically just like, you're in the carriage and it's this very on the rails, kind of yeah. boring segment where it's like, oh, the dragon attacks, blah, 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 and all, that's, all that And place. that's
0: one of their quicker... Intros. That's one of their
1: quicker intros. Yeah, um, you got Fallout Four has a very slow intro, and yep. then he goes. The thing that stands out the most is uh, Fallout New Vegas. So mm-hmm. let's look at Fallout New Vegas. You get a, a quick cutscene at the beginning where Chandler he goes where Chandler from Friends shoots you. <laughs> yeah, uh, a doctor wakes you up. You make your character, and you're 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 in the you're in the wasteland.
0: Yeah, and suddenly you got shit to do free to do whatever you want to do. Yeah, it takes a couple minutes. and it's recognized as probably the most complex and interesting story of that entire franchise. Yeah, you know, <laughs> it, it's and you it
1: gets really you into need, it faster. You don't, really don't need to bury the intro in oh. all this all this this stuff. And you know, even even with Baldur's Gate 3, Uh, and I hate just constantly, but they're both RPGs, so fuck it. Baldur's (laughs) Gate 3, if you want to start a new campaign, it only takes, I timed it, six minutes to get through the Nautiloid to the wilderness where the game truly starts. It took took no time. It takes no time to start a fresh game because you know what to do. You can just go, save us, uh, get us, save Shadowheart, get Mm Lazelle. Uh, kill the commander if you want to. Did you ever kill the commander? Uh, you get a really awesome. I didn't. Awesome
0: sword. I saw it was a. I saw it was. You a, get a really uh,
1: awesome sword. Uh,
0: uh,
1: <laughs> you throw that on Lazelle and she's just doing like five burn damage every swing at least.
0: God damn it! That game. I want. I want to go back in and try to find the Jurassic Park place they were talking about. Oh yes, me too. I, find I don't that think is. I found that. I yeah. definitely didn't i know i missed a ton of stuff anyway
1: uh that'll do it for today's episode everybody. <laughs> uh before we go off and i mean it's already a beefy episode this is just we're an hour into it and we had to break to check the recording at a half an hour into it uh-huh so this is uh, we're at about 90 minutes now um but this is what happens when when we're, I'm not allowed to talk to Phil for over a week. Um, this, is, this
0: is what happens, guys. Do your best to get on social media and harass me into never going on vacation ever again. I'm asking you as a friend, a colleague, a mentor, you've got to help me help you, and a gentleman gentlemen absolutely and a gentleman um
1: (laughs) phil if if one if one of those gentlemen wants to give us money where they where can they do that
0: Oh, I believe you're talking about Patreon.com slash PixelitPod, where you can join any number of our tiers of subscription, including a free one if you just want to join and be a part of the community, Uh, but you will get certain rewards, Uh, let's call them, uh, 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 I call them uh, goods and services in exchange for fundage, Uh, (laughs) but you are going... You're going to be able to pop in there and see bonus episodes, stuff we're doing. Uh, We went through some episodes of the Legend of Zelda cartoon show. We are working on the best games of 1997, and we're always asking questions, always throwing stuff at you. Please join us, PixelitPod, patreon.com, PixelitPod. Do it today.
1: Do it today. Otherwise, go on socials, Instagram, Twitter, X. Tr- tricks uh i don't know if we're even posting there anymore and blue sky at pixelitpod. uh go to our website pixelitpod.com there you can sign up for our newsletter or uh, join our discord people who are following us on patreon or signed up to our newsletter get early access to episodes basically as soon as i edit them uh which is usually like 48 hours before they post So it's a nice little treat for y'all. So think about all that Uh, while you lay your head down. Now I'm talking to you, Pim. I'm talking to you, Pim, as you lay your head down
0: to sleep tonight. Are you comfortable? Are you comfortable? comfortable? Is your pillow the right temperature? Are you comfy? Everything all right? Everything all all right?
1: right. All right. Have a good
0: night, Pim. Have a good night, Pim. Good night.